Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And we're delighted to be back with a sequel. Sequel. It's our first ever sequel. Is it? Yes. We've never done a second one before. (laughs) (laughs) That's what a sequel is. Yes, I know. I was trying to think of something more intelligent to say, but I failed miserably. Yes, when we were in your ears last time, we were talking about the upcoming coronation. Mm. And between then and now, the coronation has taken place. It has. And we've had lots of people asking us, well, saying they're fascinated to know our thoughts. Mm. So whilst we had planned something else today, we thought, given that we probably will see it at the coronation. I hope so. Well, I hope yeah. we live long. Well, yeah, absolutely. It'd be a bit worrying if we didn't. Well, Charles is like 75, I think. Yeah, and we're the substantially ki- younger than him. That's the king, sorry. I, yes. I, I still can't get used to calling him the king. He's still Prince Charles for me. But anyway, yes, he's 75, so you would hope that we will, at our age, get to see William being crowned, which will be amazing. But still, it's such a rare occurrence. It seemed to make sense, given it's the first one that, one that we've ever seen. Mm that we should do a special episode telling you what we thought because I think it's quite exciting, isn't mm. it, to find out what... Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, uh, I'm curious about things like that, so... Yeah. Well, and, and especially after, you know, going into such depth and, you know, you talking about how much you were looking forward to the whole sort of pageantry mm. and I was mm. saying that they needed to nail the music or I was going to be extremely disappointed. Mm. Well, in this episode of the radio show, we will provide you with all the answers. Yes. All the things that have been keeping you awake since we last broadcast. <laughs> I doubt that. Finally okay. today, <laughs> you shall sleep easily. Yes, you're going to join us on a lovely walk. It is sort of getting more summery, but cloudy, thanks. But it's still, it's not hot or anything. No, no, just a bit muggy. It is a bit muggy today, yeah. Slightly um, annoyingly on the allergies We're going to go my slightly extended route, if that's all okay. right. Is that okay or Of not? course it's okay. I've extended my walking route recently just by a little bit. It's only about half a mile. I discovered this because I needed to post a card the other day, a birthday card. And now we don't have a post office close to us. Don't get me started on that. I have to walk to... Something's got me started. Oh, oh, that's a great song. (laughs) I give it all up for you. Yes, I would. Oh, you missed your bit. Who sings that? Simply Red. Simply Red. Yes. You see, I really... I used to like Simply Red. And there was an album called Stars by Simply Red. Yes. My goodness, I must have listened to that a bajillion times when I was younger. I absolutely loved it. But anyway, yeah. So now I have to walk to a post box that's sort of across the road and down another road and at the end of a road. (laughs) And then you can actually just sort of carry on in a circle and I'll end up and pick up my route where it normally would be. I can't do what you were doing. What? You just stood interestingly. Dan Dan always goes on about how I stand. I've never seen you stand like that before in my life. She's in, it's a ballet position. Dan always goes on about how I stand, saying I stand like You're a ballerina. Bending. There could not be She's a, a person less likely to be a ballerina than me. <laughs> Bellerenberg? Like, what are you trying to say? No, no, you said a person less likely to be a ballerina than you. Are you comparing me to No, Bellerenberg. I was not, honey. But anyway, yes, yeah, so anyway, um, this extend, slightly extended route adds almost half a mile to my normal route and that's just a nice little bit of extra without it being a massive leap so 
we're going to do that today. One small step for Kay. Yeah, well, I've been doing the same One. mileage now for about three years, and I just thought... Trois. It's just time to just add a little bit. It's only an extra 10 minutes, but I think, you know, if you just increase these things a little bit and a little bit, then that's the way to do it, isn't it? Oh, there's a nice cat. Hello, nice cat. And you just need to start my room. across a little grassy bit now right and the council is supposed to cut this grass it's sort of public a public piece of grassland and they seem to have basically decided they're not going to cut it now look i so want to take you back like a few years a field. No, no, no no we need to go back a few years do you remember when they really really didn't cut it including out the front no not out the front out, you know the, the the grass directly opposite us. Yeah, and it was like massive. That, it was was like it during lockdown? No, no, it wasn't. No, was no, it? No. They did cut it during lockdown. They didn't did. They, they did. We, we, I think we're going back. We might be going back to not long after we arrived here. Right. And I don't know whether there was some sort of issue. Ah, oh, with who it belongs with who's, to? Yeah, with who's cutting it? Yeah. But it got that long. Do you remember the night? Where we heard foxes. this we, strange, we, did. we, we did. heard this strange sound. I, I saw a fox the other day, We're didn't like... I? In broad daylight. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Come on to your fox tails in oh, just a second. Right. That's a knitting pattern. Right. Sorry, I'm really. <laughs> You've dying. already blown my big All reveal. Right. Sorry. So we, <laughs> we heard this weird sound. We did. It sounded like some sort of hound of hell. Yeah, it did really. Beckoning did. me. Really did. For my sins. It's, it's kind of scared us, didn't it? We were like, what is that? So I opened the window and looked out, and there, it looked like I was looking across the Serengeti. <laughs> it did, it did. It kind of did, And yeah. then there, as it was sort of making its bark, which was a highly annoying sound. Yeah, It was yeah. sort of like it's going like, up. It's not like a dog's bark at all. No, very high-pitched, very sort of yelpy. Yeah. Very different. Yes, where did you see a fox? Just at last, was it last week? I looked out of the bedroom window. I don't know what time of day it was. Anyway, it was during the day. Fox just walking, nonchalantly walking just at the end of our drive. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, it looked like a bit of a scraggy fox, I've got to say. Most of them do now. But I think there's quite, they're quite shy creatures, I think, foxes, and they normally go out at night to hunt, don't they, I think. I remember seeing um, one out on a run once in the woods yeah that's more normal but yeah. to see one just walking around the corner as if like it was going down to the newsagents for a paper was well this <laughs> was definitely a bit weird yeah this definitely is going to be linked to them becoming more probably adventurous during lockdown yeah I, I bet you i'm sure yeah you do see foxes in urban situations quite a lot i think don't you yeah i mean i've definitely seen some around town as well when i've been yeah. out running yeah. But I just, I just remember when I was a kid that they looked so much redder. Yeah, this one didn't look very red at all. It looked really quite scraggly. Yeah. We are now in a new... Oh, yes, yes. Uh, you know, looking back through history, we would now be in a new regnal year. Yeah, we would. So, you know, going back in time, uh, pre-17th century, 
the, the years were calculated by the king or queen yeah. and how long that they had been in power. So we would now be in the first year of the reign of Charles III. Yeah. That's right. quite a long mouthful, a bit longer than 2023. It is, isn't it? So, it's been interesting. Mm, that's been interesting. You've been... Well, well, no, no, let's not r reveal too much all in one go. So, how did your viewing experience commence of the coronation? Well, I, I watched it all, I've got to say, and it... So, do you remember what time you... Tuned in. Uh, round about half past seven in the morning. Wow. So the, you tuned in at half past seven? <laughs> well, I did when I was Amazing. making breakfast. And then I had to go for a walk. So I did miss about an hour of it. You sound quite annoyed about I that. I was, I was. <laughs> right. But yeah, the, the coverage on the TV, I watched the BBC coverage on the TV, started at half past seven. The coronation ceremony itself started at 11 a.m. Yeah. But the king left Buckingham Palace, I think, at 10.20. Right. So that was kind of, I suppose, the official start, 10.20. Yeah. And then the actual ceremony was two hours. Right. Finished at one. Yeah. And then he got in his carriage and went back to the palace. And then there was a balcony appearance at about half past one, I think. So, Maybe it was later than that. So and then you, there was a flyover, which was a bit disappointing because the weather wasn't right for it, sadly. But let's start at the beginning. So you tuned in at half past seven. What was going on at half past seven? Oh, gosh, it was just kind of talking to people who were on the streets, which, I'll be honest, I'm not really into that. <laughs> Do you know, uh, people that are lining the streets and yeah. they've been there since the night before, and credit to them yeah, yeah. for doing that. But you're not interested. You I'm want not to really interested. You, you, <laughs> really interested you want in to that. hear the opinion of Giles Brandreth. Oh, gosh. Did I not? I think I said this yes, on yes. the radio show. They always wheel out Giles Brandreth. And yes, he you was there. You weren't disappointed. No, no. He was there giving his two penneth as to, oh, yes, when I met Charles, we did this. Uh. And, oh, and Camilla's so lovely in uh. this. Oh, I'm not... <laughs> Well, let it drill. Yeah, I mean, it kind of was. But they did speak, they had loads of people, you know, they were pulling in loads of people who were going to the coronation to talk to them. Well, I and noticed all of that. one thing. There was lots of that. I think they're lining up the next Giles Brandreth. Who's that? Uh, he's called Anton Dubeck. Oh, yeah, he was there too. Yes, I, I make, I'm going to make Dubeck a prediction. Was there. I'm going to make a prediction. He's it's the very next. Very random people. He's the next Giles Brandreth. Say. I really like Anton, so, you know. But then they did have, which I really liked, they had on like sort of military people right. talking to them and just, you know, a cross section really of people that are involved, involved with it or were going to it and how they felt about it and yeah. all of those sorts of things. And then they were obviously showing what it looked like on the streets and telling you about the route that the coach was going to take and which so, coach he was using and what all the regalia was. The yeah. regalia, if you don't know, is the crown jewels that are used within the ceremony. Yeah. So it's just giving you lots and lots of information, background information and chatting to people. So was it all fairly similar up until the service started? Yeah, I'd say so. So uh, the, the, the pre-service business, was it good? Did you enjoy watching it? I enjoyed it, yeah. But, I mean, once he left... Buckingham Palace, that's when it really started, you know. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of, they don't, they tend not to do a whole lot of commentary 
when there's a lot going on like that, they, they just so sort you, of let so you watch it. So literally they were quiet and it was just a carriage kind moving. Kind of, yeah. I right. mean, during the whole service, there's no commentary. No. Not that I can recall, anyway. No. I don't think there was. No, there isn't. Yes, I mean, I really enjoyed seeing the carriage. He used a particular... Is it a coach or a carriage? Yeah, they were telling us why he'd chosen this particular carriage. I can't... Whatever I'm going to call it, you know what I mean. And it was a fairly new one. It was... I think it, I think they said it was gifted to the, the Queen by the people of Australia. And the reason that one was chosen is because it's way more comfortable than the one that they actually came back on. Right. And it's so uh, basically it's got suspension. Yeah. And it even had air conditioning, which luckily yeah. it wasn't a hot day and wouldn't have been needed. Um, but it's much more comfortable. And they chose that one basically because, you know, they're both in their 70s and they didn't want to get jostled around before having to go through that huge ceremony. Yeah. But they did then go back in this sort of golden fairy tale princess. Yeah, that's the one that... Oh, my goodness. That's it the one that I remember from... From the Queen's coronation, yeah. yeah, yeah. And apparently it's a vastly uncomfortable. There's no suspension. But, you know, they'd done the ceremony by then, so obviously they decided that they could put up with a bit of rattling around. So, all in all, the opening, you would say you enjoyed? Oh, very much enjoyed, yeah. So then we move on to the service itself. Yeah. Is it fair to say that's the, the moment to sort well, of... Have you got anything more to say about this? No, no, no. I mean, for me, it sort of started as, as soon as they left the palace and were on their way. Yeah. In the abbey... Look what it, I found. <laughs> you've got a breakfast bar. Well, they're not even breakfast bars, are they? I found these... Sort I know of like one a thing. muesli bar they're, or They're something. delicious. I found these in Sainsbury's recently, and Dan loves them. They buy Deliciously Ella, if you've heard of that company. And th I think they do three different flavours. And it's like a sort of muesli bar. But what's great about them is they're gluten-free. They're made from oats and all other good things. Yeah, so once he'd left the palace, they started playing music. The orchestra started playing in the abbey. Oh my goodness, that orchestra. I thought they were amazing. I don't know anything about orchestras or music. Tell us about the conductor, Kate. Oh, he was bonkers. I couldn't tell you his name, I'm afraid. He was very um, flamboyant. You know, he moved a lot. His arm movements were all over the shop. And so, yeah, he was, he was a very flamboyant conductor. But, yeah, and the, the orchestra, I was asking Dan loads of questions because Dan knows loads about things that go on in abbeys, having sung in them for a lot of his young life. But the orchestra was in the organ loft. The organ loft is kind of in the middle of the church, up above, isn't so, it? Is that right? At the cross section between yes. the transepts. Yes. And they're up above there and kind of squeezed in, I've got to say. Well, yeah, it's an organ loft. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's not a big space. So. It's not an orchestra loft. <laughs> but they were absolutely amazing. And I didn't have a clue what any of the music was. 
but I found out some of them afterwards and just loved them. They play some Holst. Holst? Is that how you say it? I don't know because you ridiculed me uh, saying Tchaikovsky. It, yeah, dance, dancers Tchaikovsky. So I'm afraid I'm not going uh, to tell you if you're pronouncing Holst right or not. Oh, no, I've oh, told you. Oh, there you go, you've said it now. <laughs> <laughs> so they were playing some of that. And then what happened was there was, I think, 10 or 12 new pieces composed specifically for the coronation. And I, I wasn't sure. I couldn't really distinguish which was which because I hadn't looked it up beforehand. But just from the way the music sounded, I did guess a couple of them were very new and modern. Yeah. And you can kind of tell the older ones. But overall, I thought the music was tremendous. Well, no, and let's hold on. When did you pull me into your web of... <sighs> I'm not sure. It wasn't... It wasn't that whole beginning bit. It was, no, it was around about 11 o'clock, I think. Yeah, I think it was once the king arrived at the abbey. It was at that point that you started watching it a bit with me. Well, more than a bit. Yeah, you did watch it with me from that point. I did. Brownie was bored to tears, but, you know, tough not, isn't not it? Not literally. She didn't, literally, <laughs> she didn't no. literally weep. No, she was just very ambivalent about the whole thing, but, you know, she's 17. You've made me interested as to where that expression comes from. Ambivalent? No. <laughs> if only bored I, to tears? If only I was so intelligent. <laughs> no, I am, no, no, I'm slightly interested as to ambivalent. I'm much more interested in understanding where bored to tears comes from. Yeah. But yeah, you put me into your web of of royal. Yeah, and I must admit, it was much more fun watching it once Dan started watching it with me, because these events you kind of want. To, I do. I kind of want to talk and say, "Oh gosh, look at that," or "I love that," and "Oh, that's lovely," or "Who's that person?" or you know, all those kinds of things. Well, what was interesting was there's been a lot of like podcasts and things. And, and general sort of content, TV, radio, all around the coronation. And yeah, yeah, has. I think I mentioned on a previous show that I listened to The Rest is History. No, I do listen to The Rest is History, and they did an excellent series on the history of the coronation. So I would highly recommend that. It's very entertaining. But it was actually The Rest is Politics. Right. I was listening to that, and it was Rory Stewart who went to the coronation and he was talking about how they had to get there. Uh, yeah. I think they had to be in their seats. I think they were in their seats at half past seven. It was early. It was early. People were in there really early. So they, I think they had to be in their seats for half past seven because you had slots. There, yeah. there, there were times, and you know, dependent on yeah. your fame. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. The more famous you, the people that arrive later are the more important and fame or famous or yes people. Yeah. And what he was saying was, and you know, this is something that we we spoke about a bit as well. That you were able to pop to the loo until half past nine. Yeah. But after that, you were done. You were done, and it didn't finish till one. <laughs> Me and Dan were like, we'd be done for. Well, there I just wouldn't have gone. absolutely no way. As much as I would have liked to have gone, I couldn't yeah, have I gone. I couldn't have sat. No way could I have sat. Because rest assured, there's no way I would want to be stood in a south transept with the eyes of the world. No. On, 
because you know that the cameras would go straight to the person standing yeah. up. Yeah, as, as, I feel the same way. As much as I would have kind of loved to have been there, I wouldn't because there's no way. I would have, it would have caused me to panic. Yeah, me too. I'm not very good. Sit, you know, if I go to an event or anywhere Especially where, on those wooden chairs. Yeah, anywhere where there's kind of a lot of just observing, yeah. if you like. I'm not very good at that. It, I don't know why, it just sets me off panicking. Well, you, you got me watching for about 11, and initially yeah. I was like, oh, you know, it's okay. And then the more I watched, the more I couldn't look away. Yeah. You, you... It was fascinating. You know, it was a much shortened coronation service compared to the traditional length. Well, you supposedly, found out, yeah. supposedly, Queen Elizabeth II was five hours. And this was two hours. Yes. So it was... And Queen Elizabeth's was shortened. Yeah. So you can see it was quite shortened. I did find out some uh, fascinating facts. I'll only give you one because it did make me think that th this would change my whole opinion and whether we could go or not. But Queen Victoria's coronation, they stopped halfway through. They laid out sandwiches on the high altar and you they see, all got up, had a snack. Went to the loo. Went you to the loo, which they put behind the altar, behind the root screen. This sounds an excellent plan to me. Excellent plan. But no, these days you've just got to cross your legs. Yes. And there was lots of sort of elderly people there, and I'm thinking, I how know. on earth? Yeah. How on earth? They must have just not drunk for like four hours or something. I know. Which again is not good for you, is it? No. But no, so I started watching about 11 ish and then carried on watching right the way through. Yeah. Crumbs. I mean. Uh, I mean, you watched it really to the. Pretty much to the end. I mean, I stopped once the flyover had gone over, which really was the end. I think that was about half past two. Yes. I stopped then. Um, yes, and so the, the the service and the music in the service. Yeah, the music, do you know, it was interesting because some of these new pieces, some of them I thought were, were brilliant and fit in amazingly well. And then was there only that one that you were like? Yes. There was one piece in particular, and Dan knew straight away who the composer was. Well, I just, I, I guessed. Rather than starting with the negative, I shall start with the positive. Yeah. Because I thought the music was brilliant. It was, it was outstanding. I thought they absolutely, you know, and I, I'm definitely, I would say that I'm overly critical when it comes to things like you this. You are, absolutely and you are. I thought the musicians in the orchestra were exceptional. The conductor was perhaps a touch flamboyant, but I don't blame him for being excited, and clearly no, he was. Yeah. But, I mean, everything was like, it was like, oh, it was just perfect. It was. The oh. music was amazing. And I mean, my favourite bit, actually, with the music was when the king and queen consort were, were coming out. Yeah, that's the, Elgar's that pomp and Elgar. circumstance. It was amazing. Number four. And it was absolutely amazing. That, that, I've never felt so British in my entire life. What that sounded <laughs> like, to be honest, King what that Elgar. sounded like was a film score. It really did, yeah, it and, really and did. It must be sort of amazing to have been in that situation and setting because to have physically been there, it would have perhaps felt like you were in a fantasy. I think it would have been, yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have experienced what it felt like to hear the music actually in 
you know, being in the well, Abbey, I think it would have just been... I know one because of the, you would have felt it in your whole body, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. One of the hardest things is sound. It's really difficult. And the sound was just perfect. I don't know what they did. I don't know whether they mic'd things up really well and yeah. mixed it. I think they must have done that. Yeah. There's obviously acoustic, but there must have been some, yeah. s some, some mics going um, on because the, it just sounded so rich. It was brilliant. And the King was really, really heavily involved in the music. He loves music. Well, he chose everything. I was worried beforehand because, of, you know, when you were hearing about all this new stuff yeah. and yes okay that did that i i fully right me there has to be new stuff i was worried that there wasn't going to be the, the the traditional stuff which had to be yeah. there and that and was, was all there. oh and we i didn't ex the, actually know the best bit was when he was actually getting anointed yeah they played a piece of music and as soon as we heard the first note we were like oh that's it it's brilliant, you know, they've, they've got it right. And they played Zadok the Priest. They did. Which, we, I didn't think they were going to play that. Well, no, I didn't, I, I no, definitely not. Because we, that Zadok we were saying the, last time that... We, yeah, that it got all this new music and yeah. we just didn't think it would be in there. No. But there it was. Thank and goodness. it was just played, like, amazingly. And it, it made me feel really emotional because that, you know, Zadok the Priest, was played during the Queen's yeah, yeah. coronation. Yeah. And now it was her son, and I yeah. was like, oh gosh. It was really interesting watching the actual ceremony and seeing what they were doing. And yeah, I, I, found, I must I admit, I, I found myself laughing at certain points. Yeah, some bits were a bit, seemed, did look a bit silly. You know, he was knelt down after he'd been anointed, and they, because that's done privately, no yeah. one sees him being anointed. No. And then they removed the screens and he was knelt down in just his shirt and trousers. Yeah. And that just looked weird. Yeah. Because he'd been in all this fancy clothes and... But then it's quite kind of humbling, isn't it? Just to see him in a shirt and trousers. And I think that, that's, that's the, the point. point. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was the bringing out of all the... I don't know which way. I can't go that way. It was the bringing out of all the, 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 the regalia and, like, oh, yeah, take, yeah. take these. Yeah, hold And have the, this. Hold this orb and, and then we'll and take it back. And do things with this. Hold this big sword and, and then we'll And then now back. give us a bag of money and we'll oh, take yeah, it and put it back. But the thing is, though, what... You know, I'll be honest. Like I said a moment ago, I did find myself sort of laughing at some of these things. And you're just like yeah. thinking this is ridiculous. Because it does but look strange in today's world, doesn't it? Does it does look strange in today's world. it's such an ancient ceremony. But what you have to remember, and this is why it has to be sacral, you know, it has to be like that. Yeah. He's the head of the Church of England. Yeah. You can't just go, oh yeah, you've got the job now. No. Yeah. It's not like becoming prime minister. No. This is a sacral role. Yeah. and. You know, it has to be the way it was. And yeah, yeah. I think that them taking three hours of service out of it, yeah. yes, it still felt long. It did feel long watching it, actually, but I can't imagine four or five hours. No. I mean, goodness me. But yeah, you know, Kay referenced it before, and the only time things sort of stood out as being slightly musical theatre yeah. was when Andrew Lloyd Webber's yes. 
end of Act One. Yeah, yeah, it did very much feel like a chorus line. Yeah, it, it just, it was, a, I found it a bit jarring. And Well, all I would say to you is, you, what, what you was it called? You were just like head in hands. Oh, what well, was it called? Oh, I'm lift gonna... up your hearts or something or other. Oh, I can't even remember. It was something very musical theatre. All I would say to you is, go listen to that and then immediately listen to Zadok the Priest. Yes. And, you know, Zadok the Priest was a new piece of music commissioned by George III, actually. Yeah. Commissioned yeah. by George III. And, you know, so there was George III's commission. It's phenomenal. And here is... Here is Andrew Lloyd Webber's, which he immediately put up on YouTube. A video? He immediately put it up for sale. <laughs> yes. It's all of that, really. Yes, I'm like, yes. oh, I'm not down with that at all. Especially you know? when it's rubbish. It was kind of If you'd rubbish. written something which was like, oh my goodness, that's rich, that's... Yeah. You know, similarly, you know, go listen to the, the, the piece that you referenced, the, the pomp and circumstance at yeah. the end. Yeah, To be fair, go listen to anything else that was, and there's some, there are, there's some new music in there. There is some new music in there, which and was And it beautiful. didn't stand out like a no, sore No, no, it's beautiful. So, you know, I suppose the argument would be, oh, well, we've got to put things in that will appeal to all people. I tell you what was quite cool was Bryn Turfell singing in Welsh. Yeah. I mean... That was cool. It was a bit full on. He is, well, he is full on, isn't he? It was, it was very varied. I was worried you know? about him it at was, certain points. It was very varied and that was great, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So for me, I, I just felt, apart from Andrew Lloyd Webber... Apart I from thought, Andrew Lloyd Webber, sorry, Andrew. Yeah, well, yeah. probably a sir, I don't even know. Well, yeah. Is he a sir? Look, I... We're not fans. No, you know, no, no, hold on, hold on. I'm not critical of Andrew Lloyd Webber. My favourite musical and the, the, the music which inspired me to, to become a, a drummer was Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, absolutely. Written by Andrew but, Lloyd Webber. Yes, yes, yes. But the, the thing is, you know, he's, he's not young anymore. And I'm not saying you can't do things when you're old. I mean, look at John Williams, for goodness sake. Now, I said... But... I said... You should have got John Williams to write something. Yeah, absolutely, you should have. You said, well, you couldn't do that because he's not English. But Handel wasn't English. No. And what George III was, he passed an act of parliament to give him, for the period of the coronation, English citizenship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if, if I'd been... Child, you know, at the end of the day... He got around it. I'm, I'm thinking Miranda Richardson in Who's Queen? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah, King? Yeah. I shall have the music that I would like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look. Mike the Knight. Mike the Knight. We're walking past. Fireman Sam. A... Well, we're not walking past Fireman Sam. If only we were. Oh, yeah, that would be good. We're walking past a... What is this? Well, I suppose it's called a fair, isn't it? Do you know these sort of pop-up... pop-up fair things that you see in parks? Well, there's one here every year in our park and they're just setting up. I think it starts today. Right. For about four or five days. Um, I, I don't really like it. Because they're not like what they were. They're not like what they were, you know. I love a traditional fair. Yeah. I love it, but this is not a traditional fair. And the problem is you get a lot of mess from it is left when they leave. Yeah. And I don't know, I just don't like it. I'm in this wonderful Facebook group that's like the history of the town where we live. And there were some people in the group talking about how in 1960 a fair came. Yeah. And what used to happen was, through the day, they would walk their elephants down Victoria <laughs> Embankment. 
Really? I mean, that just must have been the most amazing sight to see. I mean, imagine, you know, walking out of your, your front door and there being... Yeah, I mean, there's no animals involved with this. No. It's just silly rides, you know. It is. It is. I mean, it's a difficult one because it opens up that whole circus conversation. And oh. Yeah, I'm not even sure circuses exist really anymore like they used to. Certainly no. not like they used to. I don't think they really have animals at circuses anymore, do they? No. And, you know, you have to ask the question. Was it possible in the course of time to have a circus that was humane? Mm, or, or, it's and a tricky you, one. Well, you can't imagine that it would be. No. The moment for me, I mean, to be fair, when I knew the music was great, apart from Andrew, <laughs> it was, I, I think it's when I appreciate like amazing musicianship. Yeah. And you just, you couldn't hear a single fault. You, you couldn't even hear a single fault in the balance of all of it. So mm -hmm. I'm like, this is, the, this is the best that there is. Yeah. And then they go outside and then, oh my goodness, those marching bands. Oh my word. <sighs> oh, sorry about the dog. Yeah, you know, we've, we've got to really speak about. Oh no. What? Oh no. Poor Woody, poor Woody. We're looking in a window. <laughs> looking in a Woody, in a Woody, in a window, and somebody had strung up a Woody toy. Do you know from Toy Story? And Bryony's got that exact toy. Literally oh, strung it up. Yeah, on a... that's a bit unkind, isn't it? Some kid will be having a laugh. Yeah. But yeah, we, we've got to really mention the military. Oh, oh my. In, in this whole coronation because, oh my goodness, you know, I would argue with anybody who said there's a better military. Oh, no, no, we do it best. We, we absolutely do it the best because in this country. Because we've done it for so long. Just words fail me, oh. really. They really do. And these are all working military people, you know. They yeah. don't just, they're not just, they don't just exist to march around looking lovely. These no. are all working military people, yeah. you know, and then they have a ceremonial element to their job. But the precision and the, just the number. That was what was so unbelievably striking. It was, I felt like they must have got like. It just went on forever. <laughs> yeah. And it's Everybody. all bang, it's all bang on it. It was just faultless. And it's the first time in my life, I remember, my drum teacher saying to me, you've got two options. You either go to college or you, you join the military. And I was just too scared to join the military. Mm. And I watched that and I thought, oh, I wish I'd join the military. I think you would have done really well in the military. I, I really do. But then I wouldn't have met you, would I? Well, I don't think that's necessarily true. Less likely then, let's say, that I would have met you. Our stars were always destined to align. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> but yeah, th th that, that military element of it, uh, I mean, Unbelievable. I, I, I've always enjoyed marching band music. But yeah. When, when, I think when you hear music at its absolute best, you really can then make an informed decision as yeah, to whether you like yeah. it or not. Yeah. If you're listening to a genre of music and it's not being perhaps performed to its best, then it's harder to be able to say, oh, yes, well, it's for me or it isn't. Well, yeah. you know, 
I think it would be difficult for anyone not to be stirred by that. Oh, gosh, yeah, you know. I mean, I, I could have sat and watched them literally all day. I really could. And just in a kind of admiring way. I mean, you just admire yeah. the skill and the, you know, the practice and the... Oh, my goodness. You know, it was just... And I was so grateful that it wasn't a hot day as oh, well. I know. Because we've... They've like, collapsed, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, I've watched Trooping of Colours before where they've just gone down, you know, because it's so hot and they have to wear bear skins and all the rest of it. They've just gone... And they just leave them. They just leave them. Nobody touches them. There's a really... Yeah, would it be too embarrassing? There's a really famous picture of Trooping the Colour right. where they're all stood and there's this one guy who's <laughs> down, laying flat, face down on the ground, arms at his side. <laughs> they're all He's stood. obviously thought, I'm going down, I'm going down, but I'm going to keep my arms at my side because... I'm going down as regimented as flat. I can. <laughs> and it's because it's so hot, you yeah. know, they just pass out. It's those bear skins, The bear skins on their head, you can't even imagine when it's like 30 degrees, you just, I can't even think about it. So thank goodness it was cool and actually it rained, which seemed really appropriate because yeah. it rained when it was the Queen's coronation and I yeah. think it also rained when it was the Queen's dad's coronation. Right. So it seems to be a tradition. I think the thing which, I don't know why this surprised me, but I just felt like I don't know, it feels wrong because I always think that pride comes before a fall. But I think this country's had a distinct lack of pride. Yeah. You know, it, I, I don't meet many people, or certainly people don't vocalise externally that they're no, pride to be you, you pride. These days. <laughs> proud to hey, be British. Steve. Steve the postman, everybody, we've just waved. You don't, these days, the, the vocalisation that you hear about the royals. I don't just mean um, the royals, I mean being British as a whole. Yeah, yeah, but I did hear a lot of people talking about the coronation in, in very disparaging ways, being really nasty and really unpleasant. And look, I respect anybody's opinion. Your opinion is yours, and I'm not going to fall out with somebody because their opinion is different to mine. That's, no. There's nothing wrong with having a different opinion to someone else. No, no. That's what makes us individual, and that's what makes the world interesting, isn't it? It does, but, but I, I, I tell you when I... I to vocalise it in the way that I've seen it vocalised, I, I don't agree with that, really, at all. Well, I, I, find, I find myself really torn, because I was brought up... If you've got something positive to say, say it. If you've yeah. got something negative to say, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, and these people were just clearly saying it because... I don't, well, I don't know why. Well, why we, we would you publicly... Lot, we covered a lot of this in the last one because it, it, it is, I'm, I'm certain that a huge proportion of it is jealousy because why have they got all that? Yeah, We people, saw people making comments, oh, a, a billionaire. He's yeah. not a billionaire. Whilst the royal people, the other royal family are extremely privileged, they want for nothing, that's correct. They don't physically own all of these buildings. I think there are a couple of a couple of palaces that are personally owned by the monarch. Yeah. But generally speaking, they don't own these the, places. The thing is, though... They don't... But the thing is, though, right, if their fam... Right, so let's go back in history and let's go back to the first kings. And the first kings may have... And, and this would be the same in any country. 
they may have taken control in quite violent ways. Yeah. Just look at this country, let's take William the Conqueror. You could go back there further and look at people like Edward the Confessor who didn't take control in a violent way. But look, they have accumulated property. Yeah. And I don't see how we can say it's not theirs. No, and you know, there, are, there are a lot of wealthy people in every country of the world that you, you will get a cross-section of society, won't you? And there's always very wealthy people, and at the bottom of the scale there are people who aren't. There's people like us, you know, well, we're we absolutely not wealthy. <laughs> we live on a postage stamp. You know, so... But I would like the, the king of my country to have lots of palaces. Well, I just don't have an... I don't personally have an issue with the you know the royal family living in these places that obviously i could never even dream of because it's part of their job isn't it it's yeah. part of their role yeah. and you know they were born into it yeah, then yeah. any any one of us could have been born into it yeah yeah you know couldn't we yeah yeah you don't pick and you don't pick to be a royal no. unless obviously you marry into it and yeah. that's that's different but but i don't think it's right that people who weren't born, in, born into it should say oh we should get rid of it then no Especially when, you know, I, we covered all of this on the last one. Yeah. In this country in particular, when you consider the amount that they bring in with regards to, you know, the tourism elements yeah. and, you know, also not just the tourism, but, you know, people going to visit sites which they've gifted to the government, yeah. which the government take, you know, the majority of the income from, yeah. and all of those elements. I, I don't think, you know, when people say, oh, we need to abolish them, we need to get rid of them, They've got no point of reference no. for what that would be like no. if that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit like Brexit, isn't it? Do you know, <laughs> you know? what? Do you know what? It's a bit like All Brexit. All hail Kay Jones, because <laughs> I was just about, I was thinking, should we touch on, on that? But it you is. You are right. You're comparing it to that, you know, and you vote to leave the European Union thinking it was going to be a certain way because that's what you're told. Yeah, yeah. And then it turns out to be the biggest disaster yeah, yeah. that ever could have yeah, yeah. <laughs> befallen the all, country. It was all people with agendas. And, yeah, so, and I, I feel like this would be like that, but on a hugely, vastly bigger scale. What we needed in Brexit and what we need with the whole monarchy situation is we need... What, what needed to happen with Brexit was someone to come forward and say, if you do this, these are the things yeah. that will happen. Yeah. Nobody did that. Nobody did that, no. What, and this is exactly what needs to be done with the monarchy. Okay, so we get rid of the monarchy. This is actually the reality yes. of getting rid of the monarchy. This and is what it would be like. The worst part of all is this. No matter what you do, no matter what style of government you turn to, and you can look across the world and look at all the different styles of government that are available, somebody always ends up in a big chair. Yeah. And whether they... And you see, for me, I wouldn't want someone to be voted into that. No. I'd want someone who's been brought up to know how to deal with that... Yeah. ..to yeah. inherit that. Yeah. And also, as well, you want to be proud of your... Yeah, I think... Head of state. People who don't have royal families, countries that don't have royal families, in a lot of circumstances, I think they're vastly jealous that we have got a royal family. It's also... That goes back so far, you know? And that history, they're very jealous of the history. I mean, that's so interesting um, that you thought of the Brexit thing exactly the same moment I did. Uh, and we're home, and we, we had to just change our route slightly. But it's still... 2.4 miles, so it is still a bit more than I would normally do. How much more? 
0.3 of a mile probably. I normally oh, do about, okay. I normally do about 2.1 on a normal day. Right. Which has started to feel like it's not very far at all, which is why That's I excellent, to... Kay. That's really excellent. Well, that's 46 minutes of brisk walking, which I yeah. think is really good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, to, to sum up, I just think that if you can feel pride in where you live, no matter where you live, yeah. I would do it. Because, you know, I've not felt particularly proud listening to our politicians yeah. over the last no, no, 10, no. 15 years. And to actually see something where you see everything come together mm, and, mm, you know, a lovely mm. spectacle. And it's those types of things which can lift mm, a nation. Mm. And I think if you look at it with a clear head and open mm, eyes, mm. I couldn't see a lot of negatives in that. Uh, well, I, I didn't see any negatives in... Even Andrew Lloyd Webber's turgid piece of music well, it made, made me smile. smile. It yes. made a smile, yes. didn't it? Yeah. So, folks, that is what we thought of the coronation. In summary, we blooming loved it. We blooming loved it, and I wanted, I missed it the next day. I was <laughs> like, I feel a bit down now because I've not got it to look forward to. I watched, I watched a lot of it again, actually, right. the next day, and I watched... They did a bit afterwards where they interviewed a load of people who were there, mm. found out what they thought and all right. of that business. I watched all that as well. <laughs> part, part of me, were, I, I was slightly relieved just because I, I, I was worried. You, you wanted it to go off yeah, yeah, well and yeah, you didn't yeah. want there to be like problems. No, and just no. think of the level of protection yeah, that yeah. You, you have it's, to... It's huge. And actually my, uh, my brother's stepson was one of the policemen that was lining the mouth. So, and, you know, felt, you know, he, my brother relayed that it was the biggest honour to be able to do that. And, you know, he was so proud. Well, that's wonderful um, to hear, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And it's the type of thing that you will remember your whole life. Oh, yeah. And yeah. how sad it would be to not have those types of events. I know. And yeah. to just feel bitter about the whole thing. Oh. I think that's really sad if you would, you know... Presumably these people wouldn't have watched it who were really critical of it. Well, some people watch it so they can criticise. Yeah, absolutely they no. do, which I think is just a waste of your life. You know, yeah. if, you, if you're not interested in something, don't waste your time watching it and then, I think, I think too and as then well. going and telling everybody how much you didn't like it. I've seen certain posts internationally which were slightly insulting towards the heritage of, of England. Right. You know, we live in a world now where, you know, certain countries who are making these types of posts, if you say anything mm, against mm, them, they come at you mm, all guns blazing. Mm, and, mm. you know, it's not the British way. No, no, no. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that, in summary, pride in where you live is such an important thing. I watched that, I felt proud, mm. and I'm looking forward mm. now to, to hopefully a, a good... A good rain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. hopefully not... Well... If he does what he's into, hmm. which is you know taking care of the planet, and oh, he's very, he's always, always been, you know, he he was telling people, people used to think that um, King Charles was mad back in the like seventies yeah, yeah. when he was talking about ecological things. People used to think he was insane, and now, it, you know, it's proven everything that he said has proven right. to have happened and yeah. come true. So yeah. it's shown that he's very in tune. I think with. The planet in general and and what's required yeah yeah so folks thank you so much for listening that is the Thanks, end everybody. of our coronation extravaganza yes. next time we'll be getting back to some of the subjects which we'd already had lined up oh. 
So it's going to be very exciting. Very fun. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll Thanks see you in two everybody. weeks. Thanks, everybody. See you soon. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.